0: Hello, and welcome back to the Finlay Carmichael PT podcast. Today's episode is called But Why, Um, and it's because people often come to me and know what they want to achieve, they might have a good idea of how they'll go about doing so, but often they don't think about why, and the reason why is a massive part of what you're doing, and it's very easy to know the what you need to do, but the why is something that is often overlooked. And me and Dylan discussed this in the last episode, um, in the last podcast, episode 17. But I wanted to go and delve a little deeper and give you a better understanding through this podcast. And I thought I would go into the reasons as to why I do what I do and also get you to ask better questions of, your fit, of yourself to find out why you really want to achieve the changes that you want to. Because ultimately, if you can find out your reason why the the why behind what you're doing and why you want to achieve it, that's going to help you make much more progress. So first off, like, why did I start PT? Now I started doing PT after I, I ran a boot camp um, while working slash running a hotel on the Isle of Mull. Um, I think I've talked about that on the podcast before, um, but this is where me training other people began. Uh, unqualified, <laughs> um, but yeah, I would get up at like half five um, to start taking the boot camp at six before serving breakfast in the hotel that starts at around about seven o'clock. Now, throughout doing this, I saw people progressing, getting fitter, uh, feeling better, and I started to realise that the knowledge that I had gained from from my time working on myself was allowing me to help other people do the same thing. And I'd been helping people before, but, but through seven pints. And it turns out getting people 10 out of 10 drunk um, and getting people in shape are almost opposite ends of the scale. But as a lot of you know, like Mull's a small place, Banesan is a, a small village. So many of the people who I was training at the boot camp in the morning would come in um, at night and be drinking pints or drinking wine. So it was all about the balance. <laughs> But yeah, like I I started to realize that I wasn't only helping the people doing the bootcamp, but it was having a knock-on effect with their relationships. It was helping their families. It was helping their jobs. And like all these other areas of life were were... improving because of the bootcamp and it, it made me feel good it made me feel better so I suppose it's, it's kind of selfish in that way but the other people started to feel better and I could see them becoming more confident and even when they came into the hotel I, I could see them feeling more confident walking up to the bar and just this is where the feeling and want and drive to to be able to help people came from Um, and like as a long story short short um, I, I then booked and completed my PT PT course, Um, stayed on my mate's sofa for for eight weeks or so, Um, so thanks to Angus and Tony for letting me stay there. Uh, I did that, I then moved back to Oban, well not back, I moved to Oban, started doing a few classes, meeting more people, um, started getting busier, learning more and more, did a few sort of courses and eventually decided that I was actually working too many hours because at this point I was working from sort of half six a.m. till 6 p.m. Uh, rugby training would be at 7pm, and after that, I was sort of coming home to make food for the next day, and then go to bed to to repeat. So it was quite a lot, um, and as a PT, it was great, like, you can't complain about that at all, but working these hours um, does start to get to you, because in that sort of 12 hour period, I might be taking anything between six and, six and 10 clients, and although that doesn't seem like a lot, PT isn't something that you can just take a rest, and you can't just, it's not like an office job where you can just stare at your screen and you just sort of blank out. You're one to one with this person, so you need to be working with them, you need to be talking to them, and it's um, quite like a high energy job. It's not, you can't just blank out. Um, so, what I realized is, is doing these sort of hours, I by the end I was feeling pretty drained, and to be honest, by the end of the day, my service was probably going downhill. Um, like, the 6 p.m. clients are often that is a, a time where i have been in all day and feeling quite tired, maybe not enough food and things like that. So, um, yeah, it was, it was getting tougher and tougher. And I realized in order to progress and provide like the best possible service I could for the people who were paying me, what I needed to do and the best thing that I could do was cut down my hours. So I started working from 6 a.m. till around about 2 or 3 p.m and it was quite a hard move, as the, the busiest times would be both morning and evening as a as a PT, with the middle of the day being a bit quieter. Now, I almost felt like a bit of a bum, like finishing the day at two or three, um, and it'd be made worse when I'd be leaving the gym and people would be coming in and say, you've you finished already, half half day, is it? But uh, the people tend to forget that as a PT, you do start early. You start at six, half six, whatever time it might be, some people even earlier. And... People tend to forget that if they if they start work at nine, that other people start work at nine. When that's that's not necessarily the case. And chances are, when when they're starting at work at nine, I've already done two and a half clients um, by the time they start. So, yes, it did sometimes get a bit frustrating. Um, but yeah, like what people don't realize as well is that PT isn't just the hour you're with someone on the gym floor, like. PT's a lot more than that, it's the messages, the food plans, the training plans, uh, support, the guidance, replying to questions, whether it's 6 a.m., 10 p.m., and from the outside, it might look like an easy job, but, and maybe that's why so many people get into it to start, but it's not, and like any job, there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that no one else sees, Um, so try and keep that in mind. But at this point, this is where I was starting to see my PT more as a business and not just a job. And I I like started investing more into me as my business um, and started to see that I, I needed to spend more time on the business rather than in the business. Um, and that's something that you might hear a lot. It's, it sounds a bit cheesy, but I also realized that I was doing this one-to-one and by doing it one-to-one, there was a limit of the amount of people that I could help. And by this point, I was probably doing only 20 to 30 hours of one-to-one PT a week, Uh, so probably working between something like 10 and 15 people. Um, And like, yeah, it felt great helping these people. I'd seen them progress loads, but I'd seen people working online as well and having a bigger reach and be able to help more and more people through doing it that way. And this is where we kind of get into the why online part. Now, online is something that I'd looked at, but hadn't really thought about been able to do it myself like I was fairly active on social media I was trying to post um, quite consistently and I always loved when people messaged me saying that and still do love by the way that they maybe I tried a workout had posted or they'd been following things I was putting up and they were seeing changes and like at this point in time I'd received a good few pictures of people that had managed to achieve some great changes um, and I really found it Amazing that I was able to do this without ever seeing that person at all, and some of these people I haven't even messaged. They just had had just learned from from my content, and they were seeing progress, and therefore like sent it over, which is which is still class. Um, now around probably July of last year, so two thousand and nineteen, um, I had someone contact me on social media that followed me, and they wanted to work with me online. And I said I would have a think because I wasn't really sure. Um, I wasn't overly confident in doing it, but I I decided to go for it. Um, And I thought the worst case, I'd give it a go. I didn't like it, and then at least least I know. Um, And I'd seen other people working online as PTs, as I said, but as I said, I hadn't really considered doing it myself. I'd like the idea, but I'd never really overly put any thought into doing it. Um, But when I started, I started coaching this girl online. Uh, I was quite enjoying it and ended up working with around another five people or so um, from that, from people seeing that I was sort of coaching her online. This kind of built gradually to 10 people, but I couldn't really go any higher than, than 10 or so, um, as I was still doing my one-to-one hours on top of the online side of things. Um, and although I was I still really enjoying my one-to-one hours, I felt that this would w- I kind of felt like I wasn't having a big enough impact. And I wouldn't say I was bored as such, but I would say that I thought I could be doing more and and helping more people. And I I thought at that point that online would be the best way to go about doing that. And it was only when lockdown hit that I really managed to progress online. It gave me more time to sort of focus on the, the online side of things, it gave me more ideas, gave me more time to think, to plan, and just to move in the direction I wanted to go. And I had people always ask, and I always say bad for, for saying it, but lockdown worked really well for me. It allowed me to grow my online business much more than I could've um, if I was doing the one-to-one hours as well, so um, it's, it's gone really well for me. Which kind of brings me on to getting onto your why. Now, when I have someone that wants to work with me, um, I don't just get them to pay and then and then get their plan done and send it. What I do is I go through a call with them. Um, usually an, an awkward zoom call where the first 10 minutes are spent trying to trying to to mute and unmute each other um and the Wi-Fi is so bad that it keeps cutting out um but yeah I go through a call with someone not just to find out like what they want to achieve but more why they want to achieve the things they do and not only that but to get to know that person I want to be able to understand to them understand them to relate to them Um and like people come onto the call expecting us to just talk about a price maybe and talk about how it works, but I don't think I can coach people if I don't really know them. So the first thing that I do is I get the person to tell them a little, tell me a little bit about themselves, and probably around about sixty percent or so of my clients, um now like I I haven't met at all. So making sure that we can go onto to call and understand them, understand the reasons why, understand like who they are, what they're about, um, is all very important. And I also want to make sure they're a good fit for my program. Um, and there's been many times where I've had people come on to calls, um, maybe with more specialized goals or maybe with a problem that I don't feel I can help them with. And I, I've said to them, like I don't think that it's for you. I, I don't think you'd be a great fit. Maybe you'd be better trying this or maybe sending them to someone else. Um, so yeah, it's like, it's trying to get to know that person rather than just, yeah, I'll take you, here you go, here's your plan, see you later. Um, now, I'm not sure how it works with other coaches on the phone, but it, it's not unheard of for for people to end up crying on the, on the call. Um, and it may be seen as bad, but it's really it's a good thing. Um, because if I can get a client to a point where, where they've opened up to me, and they're at a point where they cry, um, and they get emotional, um, then I know I've had a good day. <laughs> um, now, the, the reason why is because I have got down to that real reason. The real reason as to why this person wants to change. And they aren't crying, crying because they want to lose weight, or lose fat, or tone up, or build muscle, whatever it might be. They're crying because they are now realizing the real reason why. And we're getting down to the real sort of raw emotional side of, of what they're trying to achieve. And me and Dylan um, talked about this a little bit on our last podcast, but knowing your why is so important. And it's the reason that you sort of might ensure that you got all your training sessions done. It's the reason that you'll be more adherent to your diet. It's the reason that you might go and get your steps out in the rain when, when you feel that like you can't be bothered. And this is where you start to do things even when you don't feel like it, because you understand why you actually want to achieve it. And it's gonna got a deeper meaning to it. So on this on this call um that I get with someone, I might ask ask them why they want to sign up with me. They might say it's to lose fat or tone up, build muscle, whatever the goal might be. I could just leave it there and, and say, okay, okay and, and move on. But going deeper is where we start to get the real reasons. And this is where they start to, to realize, you're like, oh, this is why I want to do it. This is the real reason. Um, so, like, as an example, I might ask someone, why, why do you want to tone up? And they might say, well, because I want to feel more confident. And I say, just why? I feel it would help my relationship. Why? So that my partner f- finds me more attractive. Why? Because we aren't having a sec- as much sex and I feel like he's going off me. And that's the real reason. And that's the emotion behind it. The losing weight is just the, the problem on the surface. That's just like the surface layer. It's, it's just what you're telling yourself. Really, there's always something deeper and we, we want to get to that. And that's gonna create a much more emotional reason for change, not just to lose weight. Because if you want to to lose weight, so do a lot of people and a lot of people don't achieve it. But if you if you realise and you can get to that bottom of your eye and you can understand that you want to um, lose weight, tone up, whatever it is, because you want your partner to find you more attractive, you want to have better sex, you want to keep up with your kids better, um, you want to whatever it might be. There's so many different reasons. And imagine yourself for a second, as an onion. I bet you don't hear that every day. Um, But losing weight or toning up or whatever the goal is, is the top layer. And we have to peel back the layers and find and get to the bulb, basically. And you know the bulb in the middle of the onion, that's your why. It's not until we peel back the layers and, and find that why that you understand why you do something. And when you find that why, you're gonna have a much greater reason to do all the things that you probably don't want to do. Your why could be anything, um, only, only you will really know, but um, it's important that you ask yourself these questions, and you try and find out why, um, because this is will have a massive like difference um, in how you go about things, and ultimately, like how motivated you feel, because remember, the motivation that you feel is only coming down to taking action, and if you're not doing something to help you feel motivated, then you're not gonna feel motivated. So understanding your why is probably gonna help you do something to then feel motivated, and there, therefore it's a, an upward sort of spiral. Um, but the other thing is, like this just doesn't relate to your health and fitness, and, and this could be, be said as any aspect of life. And I wrote an email a couple of weeks back, uh, cheeky wee plug, if, if you want them, sign up on my website or the link in the bio of my Instagram, um, but the email got quite a few replies and people seemed to really relate to this email. And it, I talked about how I like to go and work in a coffee shop because I like it. And I like to see the sea. I like to see, I like the time out of the house. I like to have a watch of the people going past. Um, I like to watch the dodgy parking at the spaces outside. Um, but, but when you start to, that's probably mine, um, but when you start to notice that, um, is that some people look happy and some people don't. And every now and then, I look at people and and try to guess what they do. Uh, Oh, oh, there's Margaret, A way to try and sell some boat trips to the tourist and, and stuff like that. And it makes me wonder, like, how many people have actually chosen to be in the position they are in? Like, so many people feel unhappy. Unhappy because they haven't maybe taking control of life. Maybe they've just been pulled from sort of here to there or there to here. And it's very easy for for life to take you where you want if you aren't careful. And in my opinion, too many people leave school, go to college or or go to uni, get a job they don't really like, work 40, 50, 60 years, living Monday to Friday, hoping the weekend will make them happy, only to retire and, and wonder where their life went. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with this, But for a lot of people, this happens not because they chose it, and it just happened. Like they were just, they just didn't make any plans, and therefore they were dragged this way and dragged that way. And too many people leave their life to chance, in my opinion. Before you know it, those chances that you didn't take have pulled you away from where you wanted to be. And you look back in 20, 30, 40 years' time down the road, and and you're at a place that you never really wanted to be. And in order to get somewhere, you, you have to make the decision to get there. You have to aim for it. It's the same with your, your health and fitness. You need to look at the goal and then you need to make shorter, shorter term goals in order to get there. It's the same with life, like you have to aim for it. You have to decide that that's where you want to go. You have to decide that's where you who you want to be and that's the direction you want to head. And like going back to Margaret, Margaret down the road has just sold another two boat trips. She's living the dream. She's selling her trips on a daily basis. And why? is because she wants that with her life. And maybe your dream is to live a life where you can stay at home with your kids or where you can work three days a week or where you can work 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. to go home, watch the sunset, um, and walk the dog. Like, it's down to you. And life should be more about being happy and less about doing what you think you should be doing. And knowing and understanding your why will make things 10 times easier because you'll stop worrying about what other people are saying, what the, what other people are doing, what other people might be thinking, and you'll start focusing more about what you are saying, like what you're doing and what you're thinking, because you have a much better understanding of why you're actually doing it. So I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. I hope I haven't rambled on too long. Um, please feel free again to share on your social medias and your stories, and um, send it to friends, and I hope you have a nice day, and I shall speak to you soon. Bye-bye.